Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? Sup, fam? I'm your fam. You're my fam. Literally. And I want to say, sup, besties, because, uh, you know, a lot of podcasts oh have a name for their listeners, and oh, I was trying to come up with one for ours. Nice. And, uh... Did you think I was actually saying hi to my best friends? <laughs> yeah, oh, I did. No, fuck them. I don't care about them. But the <laughs> listeners, yeah. they're our besties. Yeah. So that's that's the name I came up with. What do you think? I like it a lot. Hey, besties. Good to good to see it. Good good to good good uh, to have you as a best bud. Thanks for listening. Uh, the other options were like Evies or uh, no, <laughs> or like Everclears, um, mm. named after that fantastic band. No, um, but yeah, I think Besties works the best. Yeah, e. yeah, I think so too. Well, welcome Besties. Uh, we have something really fun in store for you today. I think. Oh, uh, it's so fun. What are so you talking? About? <laughs> what do we have that's fun? I mean, other than. Our, our charming personalities. Um, you don't think listening to really good music is fun? Oh, I do think that's fun. Yeah. Uh, do, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about like some some fun game or something. No, there we don't have anything like that. We just have great tunes, bro. Yeah. This is, of course, Best Song Ever, uh, where Brian and I each pick three songs each and debut them for each other. And uh, if he plays a song I really love, I'm going to give it my stamp of approval, which is Lordy Lordy Barry Gordy. And if I play one he really loves, he's going to give it his, which is... Papa Likey. Uh, so I'm going to get us started. Um, I got all singer-songwriters today. Just first and last names. No fancy no fancy uh, foxes or um, wolves or... <laughs> I'm trying to think of other band names. That, or oaks. None of that bullshit. Wolf Parade. Well, well, remember, we talked about wolf band names and oak band names because there's a bunch with wolf and oak and fox. Mm-hmm. And so none of that bullshit. We're getting right down to first and last name although actually this is her stage name her real name is sonia kreitzer but she goes by doe poirot um have you have you heard of doe poirot no is uh she related to hercule Hercule poirot Poirot from the agatha christie novels i it's spelled different oh but probably i mean they're both fictional characters kind of i mean since she's a stage name so maybe you never know I bet she could solve a mean mystery. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. and How about a nice one? She does have a handlebar mustache just like him. No, oh, she doesn't. Cool. Oh. That's, that's well, a joke. That's, um, you set me up for disappointment there. <laughs> I'm sorry. This song we're going to listen to is the album opener. Uh, it's called Over. And this has sort of a 50s ballad vibe, you know? And uh, she, her style is very like... I'd call it like soul pop, um, kind of influenced by like the late nineties, early two thousands sounds like, um, she's been compared to like Amy Winehouse and, Mm -hmm. uh, she plays on this album with a band that has backed Adele before. So she's kind of got that influence. Um, I really like what she does with that style of, uh, like the early two thousands, uh, pop and uh, she's just got an amazing voice. It gives some tremendous vocal performances, which uh, we're going to hear one right now. So let's get into it. Here is Doe Poirot with Over. I stay busy, I know. But it lives in me, actively backing me into corners, can't control. The impression you left on me like a tattoo that I never asked for under my skin. That remind me it's still If shadows behind me calls like a siren It questions, it teases, it never gives reasons Thought to you Like I'm trying to put off starting over I flip on a dime Keep changing my mind Someone tell me, please 
nice song it's uh not one of the genres that i like really love or anything but it was good i could hear that playing in a in your starbucks or your uh borders <laughs> bookstores that don't exist anymore bucks and borders wow. uh, or your barnes and nobles which do exist um right. you know it's got it's a it's got a nice appeal uh kind of timeless sound to it yeah Definitely. She said this about the album. One of my intentions was to drop any questions about what might be inventive and just focus on writing songs that felt true to my experience. I like that idea because everyone doesn't have to invent the wheel, reinvent the wheel, you know, in mm-hmm. like you see these people doing like groundbreaking things with music and being really inventive and that's great in its own right, but that's not the only sort of parameter of songwriting, you know, or music production that, like, uh, is valuable. And I like that idea of just being like, this is the style that speaks to me. I feel like it's going to fit my voice and what I'm trying to say. And uh, so I'm not going to overthink it. Just going to make a well-made, well-produced record and yeah that's that for sure yeah no that's that's good like trusting your own your own voice and your artistic vision whatever yeah. that is that was Dopo with over from soft power that's out today october 19th on anti uh so i'm gonna move along to uh someone who has been kind of notoriously famous is it notorious big no he is notorious for being Kind of the opposite of that, which is... Notorious S-M-A-L-L. Yeah, what? (laughs) Notorious small. Uh, It's the opposite of notorious big. No, uh, experimental and uh, create... Like, not... Very experimental and strange and off-kilter and always looking to push the boundaries of what he's able to do. All right, you're Uh, speaking my language. Yeah, this is someone that I love. One of my favorite songwriters around. He's been making music for a long time. Started in the band Wolf Parade and then moved on to... uh, (laughs) Yeah, we talked about Wolf Parade. (laughs) Uh, Went on to make music as Sunset Rubdown and Swan Lake. Uh, I'm talking about Spencer Krug, who is currently making music as Moonface. Spency Moonface. Spency Moonface. <laughs> so uh, this is the the first song from the last Moonface album. 
he is retiring the the moniker because uh, I believe someone else, some other band, has the the name Moonface. <laughs> the moon got mad and was like, "Hey, people, <laughs> hey, are getting stop confused. talking about my face." <laughs> um, but no, uh, he he kind of has to. So this is the last album, and he's going to continue making music under his own name coming up soon. Uh, but the uh, the tastes from this album, this song, is a lot of fun. Uh, it's uh, it's strange. It's you know vintage Krug, as I as I like to say. Prime Krug. Prime Krug, and uh, the the whole album is described as uh, oscillating between jazzier meditations and frenetic rock, imbued with marimbas, xylophones, and steel drum. And you're gonna nice. hear a lot of fun, cool sounds. And I'll tell you a little bit more about the album after we listen to it. But Classic Krug works better. Got some alliteration there. Ah, uh, then uh, vintage Krug or, or or prime Krug. Prime. I mean, they're Krug. all good. Don't they're, get me wrong. You can't go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Throwing Krug. Krug is Krug is great. Uh, but let's stop playing with Krug and start playing Moonface. This is Moonface with Walk the Circle in the Other Direction. The thought is eating at you Like a rat that eats the whole heart Walk the circle in the other direction Then walk the circle in the other direction The thought
Gotta give that a lordy lordy berry gordy. Yeah. Or shall I say an ooey ooey Spencer Kruge. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, that kind of worked. Um, yeah, why not? I I appreciate too that you know Halloween's coming up, and I've mm-hmm. not been doing a good job of getting any like spooky songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and yep. he he works on a few levels. I could say spooky, spooky, Mister Kruger. Um, mm, yep. Also, Krug is kind of like Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, exactly. Spency Kruger. Um. Also, he was talking about a rat that eats your whole heart. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. Um, and he talks about life, maybe just a painting in a dark room in a house that no yeah. one ever wants to go to or something that, to that. Oh, uh, Haunting of Hill House. Right. Much. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And uh, I I liked that how, you know, he's known for being strange and experimental. And I really liked how don't get too comfortable. It might sound pretty for a second, but right. uh, something something else is coming up. But it was very like epic and felt like it was sort of building the whole time and uh i really liked it It was very pretty but also got kind of spooky at times yeah i uh i I love his style this is a a good um representation of what he does really well which is make uh like epic anthemic pop music that's off kilter and i feel like this was a good representation of that the uh the whole album is going to be strange uh no surprise based off of that song but there are uh two distinct ideas going on at the same time there's a set of songs written from his perspective and then there's also a set of songs written from the perspective of a minotaur from greek mythology and they're kind of mixed together in there (laughs) um and both of those distinct set of songs were recorded at different times at different studios with different collaborators so you know was for some of the recordings was he wearing like a bull's head yep he was wearing yep full costume that was for his the from his perspective so do all the songs sound like uh not all of them but most of them yeah and um yeah so it's just a he's always been strange and wonderful and i love existing in whatever world he creates and uh he uh he had this to say about the uh the name Moonface and retiring it uh he said i never made an album under the name that i was embarrassed by and this is one of my favorites so i may as well get out while i still can on a personal high note to boot take this album as a sort of parting gift before Moonface sails into oblivion the alter ego's final offering Hmm. So, I'm pumped about it being a longtime Krug fan, and I, I hope that uh, you out there, besties, are as well. So, nice. that was Moonface with Walk the Circle in the Other Direction from This One's for the Dancer and This One's for the Dancer's Bouquet, which is out November 2nd on Jag Jaguar. Um, I also want to say, because I haven't listened to as much Krug as I should, Wolf Parade came up on Spotify Radio recently. Mm-hmm. So good. It was the album they had like a year or two ago. Yeah. And it was so good. Wolf Parade's very good. Um, I do very much prefer Spencer Krug's songs to uh, the other gentleman. I can't remember uh, his name. But uh, well, yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Wolf Parade's cool. Um. Okay. You said strange a few times there. So I got to switch up my order. All right. Because you're going strange. Yeah. I'm going stranger. <laughs> what? Into a stranger things territory. That's spooky, right? I don't know. I'm drawing every Halloween connection I can find. Yeah, no, that um, is spooky. But this uh is a Michigan musician as well, and I've played him before on the podcast. This is Tunde Olanaran. Uh his sophomore album Stranger has just come out. I played him on the podcast when he was featured on the Chris Bathgate song, Low Hay. Mm-hmm. And I was checking uh, NPR First Listen. I saw that they had had First Listen, and I missed it um, on this album. So I just listened to it, and I was like, what the fuck am I listening to? I was Whoa. completely confounded, because I hadn't heard much of his... I listened to a song or two, but I was not ready for what I heard, and it was so great, and... I've been going back to it, and uh, first it was just out of curiosity, like, that was so strange, I want to go listen to it, and then I just, the more I listen, I'm like, these songs are just so brilliantly 
done. Um, he combines a lot of styles. This is like the most eclectic album I feel like I've heard in a while. He does like sort of experimental, like electronic sort of like hip hop type thing with uh, like these big, like throbbing bass things and like uh, electronic sounds. And then we'll balance it with just like beautiful pop hooks and gospel inspired uh, melodies. And uh, it's just really quite an experience to listen to Hmm. another astounding vocal performance throughout the album i mean i mentioned uh hip-hop he raps as well but also just his singing is just incredible but then he'll do these raps that are sometimes funny he blends like funny and poignant very well um and has some great pop culture references there's lyrics where he has a sort of swagger um you know a bit of braggadocio and uh then there's some that are very personal, you know, about like his connection with the world. And then some that, as the press release put it, spirited self-affirmations. And we are going to listen to the latter. Uh, we're going to listen to this song, Miracle. So let's take a listen to Tunde Olanaran with Miracle. Don't you know I'm the fifth element? One thousand stories high. I'm way up on the ledge When the lights go out I am the batteries And I can see the shooters Through the battlements Can't forget that I'm a miracle
whew, miracle is right. Because, I mean, it's a miracle that a human can give the vocal performance that he just did. God damn, he just took us to church. All right, Big Chief, the floor is yours. Thanks, thanks for, I, I, I want to reclaim my time. Is that okay with with you, um, uh, leader of the house? <laughs> that That is fine. All right, cool. But I've got my eye on you, counselor. <laughs> We're mixing metaphors there. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, that song was, was really good. Um, his voice is bonkers. All over the place. No Papalike? Um, I'm sorry. Oh, well, I got... All, yes, Papalike. <laughs> oh, okay. You threw me off. Okay, because I'm sorry. Yeah, just, I know I threw you. Uh, yes, Papalike, that song. <laughs> great mix of uh gospel and um funk a little funky Mm -hmm. and modern pop music as well uh it it was cool it sounded kind of like a a little gnarl sparkly ish oh yeah i could see that uh but not totally but you know that mix of like gospel and pop and uh funk there um and he just he his voice is nuts man it goes right? all over the place like he just throws in for two notes a crazy high part and yeah. then goes way low like I, I liked it a lot incredible and uh the that's not the whole album like i'm saying i mean there's some gospel influence in other songs but this is really that was just one song yeah from this the is, album right oh right right that wasn't, that wasn't the, the whole, whole album okay good <laughs> but but also that style of the gospel that's really not i mean it comes in sometimes but um, a lot of it is more what I was describing with like the sort of hip hop electronic side balance with the pop. But um, yeah, that song is just astounding. So I needed to play it. And uh, I've been ru- because because he combines so many styles. Uh, I've been writing down just random. Uh, I was listening to his first album, too. And just then listening to this and writing down whoever popped in my head that he reminded me of it sometime. Mm-hmm. It's a weird list. It's a super weird list. So you said Gnarls Barkley, CeeLo. Uh-huh. I think that's a good one. Thanks. Uh, Moses Sumney kind of reminds me of, especially uh-huh. at the gospel. You know, Moses grew, grew up singing in the church too. And um, The weekend sometimes, because mm. uh, he's got that R&B element on certain songs too. Um, sometimes his, his melodies remind me of Sufjan. Uh, he does some interesting auto-tuny stuff that reminds me of Dirty Projectors. Um, also, the like more hip-hop leaning ones remind me of like Childish Gambino because the internet era mm-hmm. type songs. Okay. Um, so picture that sort of style, like sweatpants, balanced with just like a really pretty pop hook. It's yeah. it's very interesting. And then um <laughs> On Mountain, the uh, second song on the album, the chorus, for some reason, makes me think of Claudio from Coheed and Cambria. And I had just mm. been listening to Coheed and Cambria. Um, I think I was listening to My Chemical Romance because I was thinking I should play it again to piss you off, and I forgot. Now I ruined it. <laughs> um, and then I listened to some Coheed, too. And so I, Claudio was in my head. And then I, there was some melody. I was like, I could see that because... You know, they're kind of poppy, too, and I feel like maybe influenced by the same stuff. But but those are just glimpses that I gathered because Tunde's style is really all his own. And, I mean, you heard from that unmistakable voice and just I he was kind of on my radar before. But I'm like now I'm I'm just astounded that I'm like, this guy's from Flint and I he wasn't really I haven't listened to him that much. And what have I been doing with my life? Not much. So I got to think about some things. Um, so that was Tunde Olanaran with Miracle from Stranger out now on his own magic wheel. On his own magic wheel. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there he goes again on his own magic wheel. He puts the record up on the wheel and just walks down the street spinning it. And um, There's Tunde. He's Tunde. going down with his own magic wheel again. Have you heard Jaden Smith's new song, Goku? No, I have not, but I, I love Goku. He's kind of like great. My favorite Super Saiyan. Goku from Dragon Balls. Dragon Balls. That's how you pronounce the Z. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. I wish we could listen to Jaden Smith, but I'll, I'll move on to something that's more, uh, also fun. It's Jaden Smith. <laughs> no. Oh, you had a crazy look in your eye, and I was like, <laughs> he did it. No, it's someone, uh, very, no, it's not at all similar to Jaden <laughs> Smith. Um, 
so uh, this is an uh, artist that I had heard for the first time today as I was frantically looking for another song to this get day? for the episode. Yeah. Um, I was on Stereo Gum looking for new music, as I often do. And then on the right-hand side of their page, they have a heavy rotation, which is like the albums that they're really into. Mm-hmm. And on the very top left, I saw this picture of the of an album cover. It was a, a woman, and I had never seen her face before. And I'm like, <laughs> who is this? So this is Pharaoh. It's spelled F-A-R-A-O. and um, Sounds familiar to me. It is the project of Carrie Janssen, and um, she takes soviet disco all right you interested yeah yeah and mixes it with like 90s r&b and some other uh, like organic sounds as well into Mm. this interesting mishmash that i have not quite heard before and she has a album coming out today called pure o and uh, it's described as a prog pop exposition tribute to sandra o it's Tribute to Sandra O, oh, uh, star of Killing Eve. Watch season one. Season two is coming out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is the album's of kind of about the curious dichotomy between beauty and destructiveness in sex and relationships. So you love destructive sex, so I'm sure you're going to be into this. Um, so do you have in your mind kind of what you think Soviet disco and 90s R&B will sound like? I mean, I, I got the 90s R&B. The Soviet disco. Right. I'm, I'm I have little, no frame yeah, of no reference clue. of what that sounded like before, but I'm pretty interested now. So let's uh, let's educate you a little bit. You need some education, boy. Educate me. <laughs> this is Pharaoh with Truthsayer. <laughs>
Neato Jared Leto. <laughs> That's not quite a lordy lordy Barry Gordy, but I did enjoy that song quite a bit. And uh, okay, I got the uh, Soviet disco. I'm assuming just with the sort of bounciness, uh, danciness that first came in. That was my first impression, but I feel like that became a thing all of its own. I got a little bit of the 90s R&B as well, especially with that bass um, and some of her melodies. But um, but yeah, it be. I feel like the song evolved and just so much was going on. I wasn't necessarily picking out, oh, this is a combination of the two styles. It became its own sort of thing. Yeah, I think the... Um, I, I feel like a lot of the Soviet... Disco may have been influenced in in that weird instrumental breakdown in in the middle, um, which kind of reminded me of like the knife or or some electronic yeah. music like that. But uh, the '90s R&B, I for sure hear it, mainly in the melodies. It's uh it's just a really interesting, cool sound that takes you on a, a journey. And uh, she said she for uh, for the music wanted to have a danceable contrast between the industrial framework of the beats and synths and the or- organic vitality and flow of the vocals. Um, and I feel like uh, she, yeah. she absolutely did that. Because it does have a bit of an industrial vibe, mm-hmm. and I feel like Soviet disco, I would have somewhat of that as well. Um, but it didn't It didn't feel like too like ominous or anything. Like it's st- It felt kind of bright and catchy as well. But yeah, that's interesting, the the balance. Yeah, for sure. And um, this is the last song on the album, and it deals with uh, kind of what happens as we get older uh, and becoming truer versions of ourselves and kind of in uh, accepting the impermanence of identity. Hmm. I really liked when she said... Uh... I something about get my mind moving by sheer will alone. Mm. There was a couple different mm-hmm. variations of mm. that, but I really liked that because uh, you gotta want it. You get you have to will what you want from life into existence. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, and so I liked that. I was thinking of it good. as a songwriter myself. I'm thinking about creativity. How sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. I just want to do something creative and just will it into existence, and then I. Then I've got a song uh, not too long later. I also uh, thought of it just as like um, progressing through a normal day. I don't know if, if that is uh, depressing, but sometimes it's hard to... Uh, to get your mind going, yeah. Right, and to not like dwell in darkness and mm-hmm. by sheer will alone can you kind of move past that and yeah well uh my mind needed to get moving by sheer will alone because i told you this morning when i got to work i put a cake up in the keurig started mm-hmm. it brewing you and did. there was no cup and i ah. was seconds away from having a real embarrassing coffee mess on my hands oh man um, nothing worse than a yeah. real embarrassing coffee yeah. mess. i tell you nothing worse than a re C M, a reckum, and uh, <laughs> a reckum. <laughs> Nothing worse than a reckum. Reckum Ralph. You know that's my favorite mm. Sarah Silverman movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've heard that. Um. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph two coming out soon at some point. Ralph breaks the internet. Probably. Which is yeah. a great a great name for a title. Um, yeah, he joins Beach Week Ralph Club too. <laughs> oh no! I had to. Ralph was right there. What do you drink? <laughs> what do you like to drink, Senator? And he's Sorry. like, I'm a animation inside a video game. I don't drink anything. Jeez. Mm. Oh, All right, sheer will alone. We can get through this. All right, that was Pharaoh with Truthsayer from Pure O, which is out today on Western Vinyl. All right, well, I'm excited now to play my last song. This actually is perfect. I'm glad you uh, mentioned Strange and made me push up Stranger uh, by Tune Day. And now this is uh, my my last song. And this is another Michigan musician. What? I got two of them. And this guy is local. And, in fact, I met him when I was up at the Ghost Light Bar in Hamtramck playing the open mic. Uh which I've been meaning to say on the podcast, I keep forgetting. Tuesdays at uh, the Ghost Light around ten o'clock, I'm usually playing open Luke, mic this, now. This, uh, 
this is not for you to promote yourself. But why not? Luke, Luke come on. But no, I want Luke, to. No, this is you know how like you can't email people at your workplace to like support no. your side business? This is all about me, me, me. <laughs> um <laughs> But I played up there a couple weeks ago and um the the first time I played I w- had to wait till like one AM so no one really saw me, but um I signed up too late. Um but I saw this guy Mike Ward play and he played this song that we're going to listen to now, and it's called The Other Side, and he just introduced it by saying when he was a kid, and you'll hear in the song he tells a story, um, when he was a kid he was left uh, in Canada. His family went over there mm. and came back, didn't realize they left him Ooh. there. And um, so that's sort of what starts this song off and then uh it it goes on from there i don't want to say too much just wanting to experience it but uh what we were talking about with doe about not having to reinvent the wheel and um he he's just simple contemporary folk as he calls it and um it's not nothing fancy not reinventing the wheel just voice guitar some harmonica some violin um and it's just a beautiful folk album called We Wonder. And uh, let's take a listen now to Mike Ward with The Other Side. I was six or seven. Don't know quite which. We were on the Canadian side of the Blue Water Bridge. My dad took us there to fish and swim and sail. We had a big black boat named after a great white whale. At the end of the day, everyone ran to the 57 station wagon big enough for the family ward eight kids two adults the counting noses added up to ten so my daddy started the car and off they went they left without me i was still on the other side to this day i can't recall if I even tried Got some sympathy out of it A Coca-Cola and a bag of chips I knew it wouldn't be long Before I'd see them on the other side We were Irish Catholic But that you probably already guessed Our home was filled with lots of chaos, love and craziness the occasional fight over church and sports over rights and wrongs it was where the misunderstood and the misfits could belong Margaret went off to college later moved to NYC my brother Jack left to study art and be who he could be. Kathy drove away to find fame in fashion designs. Chris and Tom got married and found houses with sold signs. They left without me, I was still on the other side. It's not their fault. They had to live their lives Staying home wasn't all that bad With my brother Pat living in my parents' pad It wouldn't be long before I'd see them On the other side Well, on the other side Sometimes I'd like some time to myself and on the other side, I'd feel some guilt about how it was I felt. When I think about it now, it's so easy to see 
Cause to get to the other side Well, it ain't Paul was the first to go at 60 in a car crash. My mom made it to 87 until her body just couldn't last. My sister got cancer. She only lasted seven days. And at 95, my dad, well, he just sort of slipped I remember days trying to make some sense of all these things. Family of ten with one bathroom, one shower, and one huge ass sink. I remember that day when I was left behind. Was that a mistake or was it a sign? They left without me. I do miss them each Like the day misses the night Don't know if I believe in things I cannot touch or see But I do hope to see them all again On the other side Yes, I hope we'll be together again On the other side You know me. I'm not a huge down with OPP? straight up folk fan. Um yeah. So it, it was it was all right. It was a pretty well constructed song like story-wise, you know, I can appreciate that about it um and just using the theme of the other side in a few different ways. Um but it didn't do a ton for me. But that's just me. That's just uh, you know, what what I likes and what I don't likes. Yeah. And it's, it is, like I said, it's simple contemporary folk. And uh, it, he just is a great storyteller. And there's certain lyrics there that give me chills. I love when that, it's like a setup and punchline of like a joke where he says, was it a mistake or was it a sign? And when he says, was it a sign? I'm like, mm. God damn it, Mike. You got me. You got me good. But yeah, watching him play it that first night, I was just like, Oh, this is cool. This is like an interesting story from his life just being left in Canada. I didn't really see where it was going to go past that. And then he, when he applies it to people like moving away, living their lives, I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then he applies it to losing people and on the other side of death and sort of that, you know, um, not, not necessarily believing that there is another side, but kind of hoping that maybe you you would like to see the uh the people that you love and that you lost um there just beautiful story that he tells and uh yeah i really lo- love those lyrics he has a song on here called the song remains and references uh robert plant saying the song remains the same it's there for you to stake your claim and then the chorus is the song remains um but it never sounds the same and I just like that going along with what we're talking about, just doing the style that works for you. And maybe this didn't work for you, but, um, you know, just go singing your song. And just like I was talking about that force, that urge to create and the song, the song stays there, but it, everyone experiences it in their own way and presents in their own way. What I really want to know is what kind of chips you he, he had when he was oh, left yeah. in Canada. I think right? this is an important question. I would uh, say better made, but then that's that's Detroit. No. Yeah, so they're they're not eating better made chips over in Canada. So uh, I I really hope that he was having some salt and vinegar chips because oh, they're salt and vinnies. much better in Canada, guys. Oh you, really? You don't even know. Yeah, so much better in Canada. Dude. Yeah. They're like, like my favorite chip. They're more they're more vinegary than than really? over in the states here. Um, they up the vin. Uh, yeah, they up the vin level, and uh, 
it's the same with the Fast and Furious movies. They have more Vin Diesel mm, in those that's too, true. which yeah. is interesting. Across the board, up the Vin level. So anything with mm. vinegar, it's up. Anything with Vin Diesel, it's also up. That's why cars also, have two Vin numbers. Exactly. I was just going to say the Vin <laughs> numbers are, are up as well. Uh, the other ships that Canada used to have that the United States didn't, probably back when this song took place, was Ketchup. And oh, right, now right. they do in, in the States. But, uh, so yeah, find I'll, that out for uh, me I'll and let me know. I'll talk to Mike and let you know what, um, yeah, what kind of chips he had. Oh, I wanted to give a shout out to, and this is funny as I said it, Bill Sadly played the harmonica on that. And I'm not saying <laughs> that he, I'm, no, he sadly yeah. played the harmonica. <laughs> I mean, he kind of did. That song is a little sad, but it's kind of hopeful as well. Sadly, but Bill, Bill sadly played the, played the harmonica. Sadly, comma, Bill played the harmonica. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Mike Ward with The Other Side um, from We Wonder. That is out now. Uh, on Spotify and Bandcamp and the like, and go to psychosongs.com. That's Mike's site. You find his music there, as well as upcoming shows. And uh, come by the Ghost Light Bar in Hamtramck on Tuesdays. Um, I'll be there, and Mike's often there as well. So come on by. Sorry, Brian. I'm <sighs> shamelessly self promoting <sighs> well. my me signing up at an open mic it's not even like my own show or anything i'm just fucking going up for three songs yeah that's a good point well i'm uh gonna take us out take us out on a another michigan artist michigan uh, artist oh what who's this <laughs> no uh i've played him on the podcast before i'm actually kind of cheating because i played a song from this album before you motherfucker but you keep but here, doing it but you did it with carol carol bonito <laughs> and i'm i just realized it today and i'm pissed about it yeah but here's the thing so <laughs> carol carol bonito when that song came out it was for an ep yeah. but then they put it on the on the album okay. as well uh this song when i played the fr- or this this guy when i played the first song it was just a one-off single and then much later he announced this album and then that s- song made it on it so whatever I don't care. This is Matthew Deere. I love Matthew Deere, and I really, really love this album as well. And uh, it's it's out. You gotta you gotta check it out, y'all. Uh, it's called Bunny. Have you listened to Bunny yet? I haven't. I've been telling you to, and you haven't done it. I'm very disappointed in you. I've been screwing like bunnies. You know what I mean? I <laughs> oh, I haven't been. I no, don't you, know what you, am I talking yeah. about. Uh, oh, but I, you know who has, uh, as Mike commented on that last song, uh, Irish Catholic people. That mm. that shit's no joke. My yeah. most Catholic family members have nine kids, and their oldest kid has a kid. So, great job, good job. <laughs> Speaking Keep, of screwing like bunnies, I the mean. the best thing that you can do for the environment is not have children. So, good job, <laughs> Irish Catholic families. Yeah. Uh, you're destroying the world and we're all going to die soon. Yep. Uh, so, Matthew Deere is a DJ, dance music producer, and experimental pop singer-songwriter. Uh, he is awesome. He was one of the founding members of Ghostly International back in uh, his University of Michigan days in Ann hmm. Arbor. And he writes, produces, and mixes all of his music. Uh, And uh, he straddles multiple different music worlds all at the same time. Um, This album at points sounds like David Bowie. And at Mm. other points kind of reminds me of Tom Waits. But um, it's in a weird, weird way. Uh, I really, really love all of the different uh, sounds he gets into. Nice. I didn't know he uh, co-founded Ghostly, which, mm. by the way, nice. Ghost? Ah, Halloween? Yeah. Spooky? Ah! Yeah. You know, my Twitter name is currently Spooky Lukey. That's true. And there's true. a ghost. More so. self-promotion. But uh, <laughs> um, this song has a little spookiness to it. Oh, yeah, mm. it for sure does. And I... Uh, does it have some kookiness? Oh, it's it's spooky and kooky nice. without a kooky. Uh, let's listen to Matthew Deere with Can You Rush Them? Can you rush them? 
Oh dear. His name's Deer. Oh. Um, <laughs> hey, Doe, Deer. There's uh, something there. There is something there. Um, Doe a deer, a female deer. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that, was, that was cool. It was not at all what I was expecting. I don't know if you saw me go wide-eyed when it started playing. Because, I don't know, I... I imagined i don't maybe it had to do with the last song you played or maybe i'm just remembering him wrong but i thought it was a little more ambient and like slower paced and that was very like big and kind of fuzzy and Mm -hmm. um yeah it was cool i liked it and he has a great great creamy baritone (laughs) (laughs) yes his his voice is really great um the uh the last song i played actually featured Tegan and Sarah. I do remember that. And um I, I would say it's more subdued than that, but not necessarily ambient. But there there are some ambient stretches for sure. He he uh he likes straddling see <laughs> he he likes straddling the music world. Like that like he's a big straddler, you know? Yeah. And so he finds himself, you know, with his legs over multiple different genres and, and I was, styles. I was wondering whose legs were hanging over the music world. Now Matthew I know Deere. it was Matthew yeah. Deere. Um, so I uh, I highly recommend checking this album out. This is but uh, four minutes of a of a pretty long album that goes all over the place. That wasn't the whole album. No, it wasn't. Was much like back. much like you uh, let us know. Um, yeah, and this uh, album is called Bunny. And he has a really fun explanation of why he chose Bunny. Um, As being a bunny. I'm calling this one Bunny. As always, it's got a little bit of everything that makes me who I am. Why Bunny? Fundamentally, I love the way the word looks and sounds. I love the way it rolls off the mind and onto the tongue. It's a funny thing, too. Bunnies are cute. Bunnies are weird. They're soft. They're sexy. They're lucky. They wildly procreate. They trick hunters but get tricked by turtles. They lead you down holes. They adorn the headboards of children's bed, lined up meticulously just as mom did when she was your age. Oh, and did I mention they fuck? Yeah, he did mention. <laughs> oh, wait, I missed it. <laughs> yeah, they wildly procreate. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said he said it all fancy. I tuned it out. <laughs> <laughs> and did I mention they fuck? <laughs> uh, so he, he's a weirdo, and I love him for his weirdness. And yeah. uh, it's it's something to uh, to really dive into and check out. So that was Matthew Deere with Kenny Rush Them from Bunny which is out now on Ghostly International. All right, one last thing to do, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. All right, first up, it's peanut butter jelly time. Okay, I got Peter Bjorn and John with Darker Days. Also, we heard from her first song, Do Poirot, Soft Power. That's a beautiful album. Check it. Also, Open Mike Eagle, one of my favorite Art Rappers, he's got an EP called What Happens When I Try to Relax, and he's awesome. He already had an album out this year, and now he's doing another EP. Craziness. He's he's nuts. What you got, Big Chief? Uh, Pharaoh with Pure O, which uh, we just listened to a song from. Right, and it's about Oprah. Yep, and Empress Of with U.S. or Us. Us. This is U.S. She's putting us. America first. Yes, thank you, Empress of. Uh, both of those I'm going to for sure check out, my friend. Cuckoo. All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, as always, head over to Ghetto Blaster Magazine. There's lots of cool stuff over there. Just check it out with your peepers. And uh, you can find us on the tweets and such at Best Song Ever Pod. And you, if you uh, want to write us one of those old reviews on iTunes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't hold against you i would not either yeah um and we like to thank our friends in the band congress for letting us use their song pond fight as our theme song for ghetto blaster magazine i am luke leben telling you mm, you better check your perspective. and i'm brian leben reminding you don't let the bastards grind you down this is best song ever god damn it and you can't convince me otherwise <laughs> 